Do you get up several times a night to go to the bathroom? Do you wear pads or diapers due to bladder leaks? Attain by InControl Medical will stop the leaks and give you back control. Attain is the only FDA cleared at-home device for the treatment of stress, urge, and mixed urinary incontinence, as well as fecal incontinence. For more information, visit InControlMedical.com. I'm so excited for our conversation today with Alessandra Henderson, who co-founded Electra Health, which is really an approach to helping women deal with menopause. It's amazing that if you look back 10 years ago, I don't think we ever could have predicted how many companies, how many articles, how much press would be around this issue of menopause. And the fact that now employers are thinking about how to take care of their employees in menopause. First of all, with menopause comes freedom, freedom from bleeding, freedom from needing contraception, if that was something that was of, of issue to you. But more than that comes wisdom and confidence. And companies are recognizing that these this is an incredibly valuable workforce that they need to keep happy and comfortable. So now we don't have nursing rooms or nursing pods, but we're gonna need cool rooms and cool huts to keep hot flat under control. Welcome to the Business of the V. Hello, friends and colleagues. I'm Dr. Alyssa Dweck. And I'm Rachel Braunschirl. Each week, we bring you the most fascinating investors, inventors, entrepreneurs, academics, and healthcare practitioners who are making things happen in women's sexual and reproductive health. If you are a woman, know a woman, have a business, or care about your V health and wellness, fasten your seatbelts and listen in to another informative and inspiring episode. We are so excited today to have our guest, Alessandra Henderson, who is the co-founder and CEO of Electra Health. Um, in her words and the company's words, they're not just trying to overturn the menopause taboo, they are smashing it and grinding it into smithereens. So welcome, it's great to have you. Thank you so much. I am a big fan of both of you and to see you teaming up together. I'm, I'm really excited and excited to dive in. Thank you so much. Well, we wanna hear about you. Tell us about how you got to your journey. Like we find with many people in this space, it's not their first rodeo. They bring very interesting, sometimes relevant, sometimes not so relevant experiences to the space. How did you come upon the creation of Electra Health? Um, so I will admit, you know, this is my first uh, foray into the healthcare world or the health tech world. Uh, my background actually is in consumer startups and building companies from the ground up. Um, I started in art and technology, funnily enough, many years ago in New York as the sixth employee at a company called Artsy, um, which is putting the $66 billion art market online. Um, that's how I fell into startups in the startup world. Uh, fast forward, you know, went to business school, founded the MIT startup studio, was at another early stage startup studio. Again, a theme here of just building companies from the ground up. Um, decided to build in women's health through a personal health journey of my own, um, which started again several years ago and took me on the winding, weaving journey of you know, physical health, really trying to you know, 
get my health under control and discovering integrative medicine in the practice. Um, mental health, I'm a big proponent of mental health and having making sure that women invest in that um, and prioritizing it. I think in the world of COVID, that's become even more true and even more on, on top of mind. Um, and then finally, hormonal health. Um, you know, I froze my eggs and went through that whole process uh, several years ago. And the hormones from egg freezing actually impacted my eyesight, um, which I just didn't anticipate. On day three of putting that patch on, um, you know, I was walking down the street in New York and I couldn't read one of the avenue signs. And it just was this huge, I don't know if you can swear on this, but like the, what the F moment of why did no one tell me this? I felt so incredibly uneducated, uh, or actually we say women aren't uneducated, we're undereducated about our hormonal health. Um, and it was just this huge like light bulb, aha, what the F moment of just uh, the importance of hormonal health, of both learning about it and um, kind of investing in it. And so that was my moment of why did no one tell me this? Why did no one tell my friends? Let's start kind of digging into the space. Fast forward several years later, um, decided to found Electra Health as an opportunity to, you know, smash one of the final taboos in the women's health space. So what's one of the themes that we hear over and over again is reinforced by your experience. Founders have a personal experience, even more so in sexual and reproductive health, and that inspires them to learn more, realize there's not a solution that's working for them, and create their own company. Um, so it's so, so many of these businesses like Electra are birthed, if you will, from a personal experience and a quest to find answers. And we do hear so often when we're talking to people about many conditions, you know, and certainly the life stage of menopause, how lonely and scary it can be. Yeah. And it is one of those moments where you look at yourself and you say, well, if I'm not going to solve it, then who's going to solve it? And you kind of decide to take the plunge. It is not something that you should take lightly. But it was really for me um, when I literally woke up in the middle of the night, I think this was like maybe July or August 2018, and I was getting up in the middle of the night thinking, if it's not just me, think of all the millions of women who need better you know, resources, solutions, expertise, guidance. Um, and I think that's really when you decide to take the plunge to start your own thing is um, that it's an itch that you just literally cannot stop scratching. So. I love this story, and I'm obviously quite familiar with your website. Um, I love the content. I think it's so useful. It's it's what real women are experiencing every day and actually asking questions about, whether it's traditional hormones, whether it's hair loss, weight gain, uh, sleep troubles, hot flashes, you name it. I think that we're up to the 34 symptoms of perimenopause that have been listed Tell us about your platform. And you know, now that menopause and perimenopause are kind of making their way into the mainstream, mm -hmm. how is yours different and um, you know, unique compared to some of the other uh, uh, platforms out there? So when we talk about just what is Electra and what are the kind of three core pillars that we really lean into and um, we are still at the start of our journey. You know, we are two years old and obviously we have a big vision for the future and where this could go. But the three pillars that we really believe in and lean into as a team is it all starts with education. Um, so that's whether it's content on the site, 
some free programming events, really just getting women to ask the question of what's going on with my body and start getting curious. So um, pillar number one is education. Pillar number two is you know, care um, and access to care, whether that's uh, the ability to ask a question with one of our uh, Electra experts who's trained up in our philosophy of care or the ability to connect with a telemedicine visit and actually get personalized care. Um, that's really important as women really start to take ownership over their hormonal health and are actively seeking for solutions. And then the third pillar is community. So the uh, community support, resource sharing, and knowledge that can happen is, of course, you know, over this 10-year journey, incredibly important um, to, to help women feel supported. At any given moment, because we know this is a 10-year journey, um, because you know, needs change, symptoms evolve, we're really looking to build Electra as a way where you can tap into either education, care, or community at any given moment, uh, depending on what your needs are. So um, you know, today, we've, or to date, I should say, we've really prioritized the education and um, the content to make sure that we're starting women asking questions. The next phase as we look to you know, the coming 12 to 18 months is really about connecting women with experts and kind of dedicated expertise. I know that women want to know they're not alone in their journeys. Um, I also am very optimistic to think you uh, feel that it is a 10-year journey because I think most of the literature is now supporting, you know, almost 15 and a half for some women. So it's uh, going to be a long haul. What I, what I really love is the humor that you bring to uh, and the cartoons and stuff that you bring to some of the education. Because after all, some of the subject matter can be a little dry, a little intimidating, a little overwhelming. So I think that's probably goes a long way and, and people appreciate that. It's really um, what's really core. And I have an incredible co-founder, Janine Bercy, um, who comes with real health tech expertise. And um, she is also the daughter of two doctors. Um, her father was a urogynecologist who founded the department at Harvard Brigham in the 90s. So, um, you know, what's really important to both Janine and myself, as well as our founding physician, Dr. Anna Barbieri, is that everything is rooted in science, is evidence-based, um, you know, that there really is kind of clinical data or that it, it's really the gold standard. Um, you know, it's not the blind leading the blind, or, but we're really making sure that we're surfacing what's happening um, on the research side and, and making it evidence-based and combining that, like you said, uh, making it accessible and bringing a little bit of humor to the table. How do you vet your um, practitioners? So obviously I know Dr. Barbieri, she's terrific, um, but I noticed that you, you know, you're really gonna focus on the whole woman, not just the gynecologic care or hormone care. How do you vet other providers? And um, to, to tell, tell us a little about that. So you asked earlier too, what uh, distinguishes us. Um, we're not building just a marketplace of providers. It's really about working very specifically and being thoughtful in terms of each provider that we bring onto the platform, whether that's um, an MD or a nurse practitioner or whomever's supporting the women who come through Electra. Um, and we do that through having a, or a mix of our incredible medical advisors. So some past presidents of the North American Menopause Society um, combined with, you know, Dr. Barbieri and some real luminaries. I know we've um, 
even spoken to you, Alyssa, and, and just really, you know, we've spent the time to find people who are really aligned with an integrative and holistic approach, um, who we really feel like can um, meet women where they are. We're really proud to say we have an NPS of 91 wow. um, for our for women who come to meet with our providers. And it's, it's bringing a standard of care that unfortunately, as you know all too well, has just been lacking. Um, Clearly, as we scale, that'll um, make you know some interesting uh, opportunities and challenges for us. But we have a long line of or a long list of providers who um, have reached out across various states who are excited to work with us, and so we take that job very seriously. So here's today's hot flash. Here are some incredible numbers about menopause and perimenopause and business. First and foremost, the Business of perimenopause is a $10 billion business. This is a new stat put out by Fast Company recently. There are probably 34 symptoms of perimenopause. It's not only hot flashes and night sweats. Finally, there are 6,000 women a day who are entering menopause. And women these days are spending about a third of their lives during the menopausal time. Symptoms can last upwards of 15 years. So this is big business, Rachel. Every woman needs a strong, healthy pelvic floor. Intensity by InControl Medical is an automatic pelvic floor exerciser with a kick. Intensity tightens and tones your pelvic floor and delivers a strong, intimate response. Intensity, the one device every woman needs. For more information, visit InControlMedical.com. So you have, you have three pillars and you're doing so much under this vision of smashing the taboo. And I love the concept that you have in your tagline that, you know, women deserve better. Yeah. And ultimately you're running a business. So can you connect the three pillars to what the business model is? Great question. Um, so today we are, um, you know, we offer telemedicine care and um, we are, it's not in network today, but it is HSA, FSA eligible and we do see out of network reimbursement um, at about 70% for some and we're obviously continuing to uh, invest there. Uh, so telemedicine is really uh, kind of our, the business model today. As we expand our offerings, we're looking to, and um, I think you'll see some announcements on the horizon around um, the dedicated membership that unlocks um, kind of this magic formula of the three pillars, which is education, expertise, and community. So stay tuned for that. Um, but for you know the next 12 to 18 months, I think we can squarely say we're going where we see the need the highest need, which is directly to women who are actively reaching out, who are actively seeking solutions um, and really trying to meet women where they are. I think what's in, what will be exciting and one area that we're excited to continue to invest in and look into is actually employers. And so really looking, um, especially as we see uh, so many employers thinking about employees' well-being, and as we look actually to what's going on in the UK and really interestingly what's going on in Europe as more and more companies like Santander Bank um, 
Edelman, Vodafone, a lot of leading corporations are starting to introduce menopause policies. And so we're really excited to both follow along with that and see how that develops in the U.S. I have to laugh. There is a uh, actual movement for women in boardrooms to be able to lower the temperature of their uh, boardrooms because they're hot and men are not. And it's apparently some huge uh, thermostat war going on. So uh, touche. Um, I'm curious about the providers because obviously that's what I do day to day. How are providers coming to you? How are they reimbursed? Did things get crazy during COVID? Because I know a big portion of my practice only wanted to be seen via telehealth for their, you know, regular checks or hormone checks or other alternatives for their uh, menopause symptoms. How, how is that going? So just so I'm clear on the question in terms of how we reimburse or how we work with, and then just yeah, you said you don't take insurance. So I just wonder, are, are providers just uh, reimbursed through Electra? Are they, you know, separate independent contractors? How does that work? Yeah. So, um, so we have a med PC and, you know, we are kind of live in the state of New York and especially um, as we've looked at just what, what COVID has done from telemedicine regulations across states, really interesting from just how we work with providers because we, you know, we have a selection process and we have, um, we recurate the providers in the platform. Um, we are working with them as independent contractors. And as we think about just, you know, scaling up in COVID or as more and more uh, tell women moved online for their care, we did two things. One, we opened up our platform in the first critical months after COVID to anyone who needed access. Um, so not just limiting to our demographic, but really making sure that we um, were part of the solution and helping you know, provide gynecological care, whether we saw you know, some women in their teens all the way up through kind of older. So that's what we did in kind of the immediate aftermath. Um, and then as we think just about adoption of telemedicine and opportunities, um, it's COVID has you know, I'm sure you're seeing this in your practice, has really lowered barriers to entry. You know, we're seeing really tailwinds in the industry of um, more women moving online. I think one thing that uh, is worth touching on is this concept of a menopause doctor, quote unquote, is it is new, right? It's, um, you know, women understand what an OB is, or you might understand what, you know, you're a uh, um, as you move into your geriatric care, kind of what the specialty is there. But there is this lost kind of 15, 20, or 15 year window, so to speak, of what it means to receive great care. And so we're excited at Electra to be really helping to define that category. What I notice in practice is my menopause patients, they don't want to sit in the waiting room with, you know, pregnant women and pregnant women screaming children, and they really want to feel like they're in their own uh, own environment. And uh, I think menopause really lends itself to, uh, you know, consultative service via telehealth. And, you know, you don't normally need to do an exam if somebody's getting routine care. So one of the things that's so exciting um, is we're now seeing these big articles. You've seen them. You've been in them about how enormous the menopause market is, how enormous the perimenopause market is. And to me, the greatest sign that things are moving is when employers start to jump in. And now 
you know, taking care of their patients, their, their employees, taking care of their employees in menopause sort of reinforces the idea that these are experienced employees, they're high value, and we want to keep them. That's a whole new conversation. We've never had any of those conversations. Um, so from our standpoint, that is so exciting that the world is really shifting and we're seeing more money going into the space and we're seeing more companies um, appear. What's your point of view on the fact that there are many players and everybody doesn't approach it the same way and some have a product approach to menopause, some have a telehealth approach like you do, some are hybrids. How do you look at that in terms of um, the benefit to the category or to the conversation? We love it in a nutshell. I mean, that's the, the fastest way to an answer there, but there is the, well, between the concept of rising tide rises old boats, it truly is. It's true in this category. It's, uh, you know, this is a topic that has been filled with shame and stigma and taboo and has been shoved under the rug for far too long. Um, we really feel like any articles, competitors, um, folks coming up in the space only draws more attention. Um, you know, we looked at, and I did this actually last year, I need to update my numbers, but just looking at the number of media mentions of the term menopause in publications like New York Times or Allure or even some of the medical publications, um, you know, we really see this rise um, I think it was, you know, almost double the number of time mentions in the New York Times from 20, 2014 to 2019, which is when I last looked. Um, all of this attention is only a net positive for the perimenopause and menopause space. And so we actually do some collaborations with some other companies because I think, you know, we will be stronger together. And of course, there will be some competition as the category only gets hotter and grows, but the money is there. The market is huge. There is no one size fits all for every woman, be it a product, a telemedicine, a brand, a voice. And so we really see this as a, a complete net positive for women everywhere. I couldn't agree more. So you are obviously full of uh, fiery ideas. What is next for Electra Health? Although I assume you're going to continue on this path, but what's coming down the pike? It sounds super exciting. So um, alluded to this a bit earlier, but we um, are taking all of our learnings and everything that we've built over the past um, 12 to 18 months and are excited to be building um, kind of a new product that really meets women where they are. You know, we're looking and being a little bit uh, kind of vague at this point because it's still a bit under wraps, but you can expect in the next you know, three to six months, um, a new you know, membership offering that uh, really stitches together kind of the best of all parts. I think one, one thing that we really know to be true is that not every woman, for example, is ready to go into a telemedicine visit. Um, that they're, the, um, the journey from, I have a question to, I wanna get on the phone with the doctor, at, that can be a long journey. And so we're excited to be kind of building out a new product that helps meet women, um, learn, stay educated, 
um, and start to make some changes. I'm on pins and needles. I can't wait to see what, uh, what comes up. <laughs> One of the things that's so exciting for me getting to do this with Alyssa and speaking with Alyssa is this idea that you talk about of accessibility. You know, that's what I feel. And that's how I think people experience Alyssa, I'm sure in her office, but certainly when we take our discussions out into the world, there's something about feeling like the person is listening and is hearing you. And this idea of meeting you where you are on any dimension, you talked about it at the beginning, you know, of our conversation that it's not just, you know, physical changes and things that you didn't expect. It's, it's mental health changes, it's mental acuity changes, it's vision changes. So the idea that people have a friend to talk to, you know, I'm lucky enough that I have a co-host that I can talk to. And I remember, I can't believe it was only two years ago when we met at one of the locations for the wing and you were, it was like just an idea at that point. So it's really exciting um, to see your progress and you still have the same fire in the belly about it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It's, um, you know, we oftentimes say there's the opportunity and the challenge, like it, menopause is multifaceted. It's now, you know, we're saying 15 years long um, and needs change and evolve. And whether it's product support community, you know, it's, um, there's a lot to, uh, to bite off and there's a lot to service, but um, we know that you know, women are hungry for support, for resources, for education. And so we're excited to continue to build out Electra in a way that really meets women where they are. Um, and, you know, I think also one thing that I just absolutely love is the number of women who come together in this community. It is the most supportive, most wonderful community of people who are building in the space. It really is unbelievable. I just want to second the motion. We're friends with every other menopause. You know, we know basically everyone who's building and we are constantly saying, you know, let's trade notes. Let's, um, let's see where we can build together. Um, and so I've, I've just really appreciated that. You know what? There is plenty of work to go around and I think room in the sandbox for lots of people to play. Uh, the menopause population is ever growing. Women are spending a third of their lives in menopause. So you know, this group is going to need attention and they, and they deserve it for sure. I want to thank you so much for coming on our podcast. It's just been such a pleasure to hear what you're doing and what's coming down the, uh, for the future for you. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me and excited to continue the conversation. Thanks so much, Alessandra. Have a good night. Don't forget Subscribe to our podcast at businessofthev.com for the latest trends and trendsetters in women's health and business.